Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Spoken Path Podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Joseph, also creatively known as AJ. I'm someone that's currently walking along my path of being a creative entrepreneur artist. And on this podcast, you'll get to know and meet many other creatives, entrepreneurs, social media influencers, or impactors, and get to know their journey and their path. Let's go ahead and meet today's guest. For our very first episode, I had the opportunity of interviewing the lovely Ashley Hartsfield, owner of EE Styles, which sells authentic African head wraps, apparel, and more. Ashley is originally from South Fulton, Tennessee, and currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia. She's been running her business for two years, and I am a repeat customer. I love my prints, so be sure to check out the Instagram page, which is at ee.styles or the website which is www.eestyles.com let's go ahead and get into this episode with ashley and i hope you guys enjoy thank you for listening to the spoken path podcast all right all right well welcome welcome thank you for joining me on the first episode of spoken path podcast all right thank you for having me with my first quote so i have you can't fall if you don't climb but there's no joy in living your whole life on the ground source is unknown but i like that it's telling you to step out there and get going right congratulations for this being your first episode that's a big step and then yeah we're launching during a covid coronavirus right. <laughs> so even though you're still locally in the area we're doing the uh, Zoom. Let's go ahead and get into it. So tell the people how did you get started? What sparked the idea for EE Styles? Oh, right. What started um, with EE Styles is um, it started in 2018 is when my um, business started. In 2018, um, I have a business partner that goes to and from um, Ghana every three to six months. And so... <laughs> Yes, the goes to Africa every three to six months. And I've always had a love for African prints, African fabrics, African culture, even down to African music. And so I had asked my partner to bring me back some African head wraps and sandals for my personal use. And of course, I went to bed at night and I was thinking, you know, I can sell the head wraps. I've been to a lot of companies on like social sites like Instagram that actually sell the head wraps. And people love authentic things. And this is something that's coming authentically from Africa. And so I was thinking, you know, I could sell this and do it myself, you know. And so I pondered it over and I got with my partner and we came up with a plan. We got with the seamstress and the tailors there and they started production. And I started off with just selling the head wraps and the sandals. And now we have grown to actually sell in African apparel as well. So that's kind of the start of Double E Styles. That's, that's an amazing story. Um, well, it's called Double E Styles. So how do we come up with that name? Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, of course, having a starting a business and trying to find a business name it's kind of challenging you'll go over a few Absolutely. names I and that's really kind of just 
it. And then you're like, no, that doesn't sound good. And then I knew that I wanted to put a personal touch to it. And many of you know, or may not know, that my name is Ashley with two E's at the end. So and A-S-H-L-E-E-E. Right. Commonly. So that's the double E. Right. So that's giving it the double E. And so I knew I wanted it to be where I had a personal touch to it. And I was going to be um, selling things that could give a lot of different styles. I wanted to put my style to it as well. And I wanted it to be where it was like African culture coming together with my style, African culture coming together with modern style. And so it just came like EE, double E styles. A lot of people say double E styles, which is the name, but um, we kind of just shortened it to EE styles. So double E styles or EE styles. It rang a bell and we kind of just stuck to it and it ran with it. So, so it's your style, your style. So, yeah, so it's my style. style. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, what's been the most rewarding part of your journey so far? The most rewarding part, I would say, is knowing that my products come from Africa. I'm able to actually help out the talented, talented seamstress and tailors there, also supporting their work because they're the ones that actually make the clothing, make the sandals. So it's very rewarding to know that with the sales and the support of Double E Styles, we are also supporting the talented, amazing work of the seamstress and the tailors in Africa and Ghana giving them work and supporting their businesses, which also helps support their families. So we're kind of keeping it amongst the people, you know? For sure. If you could buy something at a store and not even know where it's coming from, who made it, who sold Mm -hmm. it, you know? So that's really dope that you're like supporting our culture, our people. Yes. Of course, it's coming from the motherland, so. Of course, of course. All right, you hear that, people? Yeah. You guys are supporting people in Ghana. Yes. Doesn't get better and more real than that. <laughs> and then also, I would say another thing that's also rewarding is now here um, with the whole pandemic of COVID-19, I'm able to actually provide the face mask um, for people who don't have any because there's a big shortage now of face masks, like where the big companies are not even, you know, they're running out of supplies. So here now, it's very rewarding, rewarding for me to be able to supply the face masks to people worldwide, all over the world, who are in need of. And also here, hopefully in the next two weeks, I will be um, supplying some to the local hospitals and clinics around the surrounding Georgia area. As well. Yeah. Amazing. So like, oh man, I love it. You're so it's so authentic and sweet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, we talked about the rewarding part. What about the most difficult part of this journey so far in the EE styles? Take a sip to that. <laughs> <laughs> the difficult part, I would say with business, all businesses in general, you're going to have your ups and your downs when it comes to sales. I would say the most difficult or challenging part is hitting or not hitting a goal like you set a goal for that month and then the businesses and the sales is slow you're like where is the where are the sales where are the where's the people coming in to purchase the product there's going to be ups and downs in those slow periods 
So those slow periods make it a little bit challenging to hit your target for that month or for that week. That would probably be the most difficult part is, you know, not knowing if you're going to hit your goal that you've set for the week or for the month. You would say definitely set a goal. Try your best to stick. Set a goal. Yes. <laughs> set a goal. And try Don't just be out there like, okay, you know, I made a hundred today. No. Next week you make 10. Set a goal. Set a goal. And business is going to be slow. You're going to have those slow periods, those slow seasons. You want after holidays or something like that? Like, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. It's like, like pretty much all sales. Yes. Involved. Typically after the holidays. So you want to be smart and not make your target where you know if it's a slow season, you know, where you're not going to hit it. But still make those targets, set those goals so you can hit those targets for sure. So what would you say is the hardest part about running a business? The hardest part for me now is I'm doing it kind of solo, dolo. I'm an entrepreneur, single, doing it all by myself. I was just about so, to interject and ask, like, you know, let people know if you, you got a team or is it... I don't have a team. One man band. <laughs> so trying to juggle business, I'm still working full-time. I have a full-time job. Um, juggling work, school, mommy mode. It's a lot. It can be hard, including the business in that. But I get it done. Trust me. I love my business. I love what I do. And it becomes what you have to juggle a lot. But me being... The strong woman I am, I get it done. So I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Wow. So hold up. Let the people know again. So you're a mom. Yes. I'm a mom. Full-time student. Full-time student. Uh, What else did you say? Full-time job. Full-time job. I just counted three things, right? And in addition. And a business. So I juggle a lot, but I get it done. And you're doing it by yourself. So like. And I'm doing it by myself. Hats yes. off to you for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Has anything surprised you so far? Not surprised in a bad way, but surprised in a good way. Like the feedback, like when people, you know, my customers are just, they love their product and they want more. And they say, when are you going to get more of the head wraps? When are you going to get more of the headbands or this print, you know? That is what I would say is more surprising, but it's not in a bad way. It's a good way that they like my product. They want more. So keeping the stock is very important to keep your stock pushed up. And would that more so come from like, like if you had a certain pattern, because um, all your stuff is like patterns and prints, check out the yeah. style, uh, Instagram or website, and you'll see all the beautiful work. Um, uh-huh. But would that like be more so like you had like a certain pattern and you're like, you don't really think that one would sell? But then it gets blown away and like everybody's like want more of that one. So that type of stuff. Yes. Like that I've had that happen a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. And um, you know, I'll sometimes send like patterns to my friends or family and like, do you like this? What about this color? What do you think about this pattern? And they're like, Yeah. And I'm like, really? That's something that I wouldn't think that people would <laughs> yeah. like. But I have to understand that it's not all about my personal liking. It's about other people's liking as well. What I like in a pattern may not be what someone else likes. So I have to um, sometimes reach out to my friends and family and get their opinions on what they think because it's not always about my style and everybody else may want something different. So 
That's happened to me a lot. Uh, I would hope that this podcast, you know, would inspire people. And I'm sure like from Instagram, you definitely inspired me. Like I've watched your growth. So what or who inspires and motivates you to keep going with EE Styles? I would say what motivates me to keep going is just seeing the good feedback from the customers and seeing the growth in my business. Like we started out two years ago. We've been in business and we've grown a lot. And double E styles, that's my baby. So just seeing the growth of my baby, that motivates me to want to continue to brainstorm and come up with new ideas, come up with new products. I mean, it makes me want to keep going and going to build my brand and build my business to make it become even larger and larger every year. So that is what inspires me is just seeing my baby grow. It makes me want to continue to stay motivated and bring in new products. And that's also going to please my customers as well. Any particular person like you happen to look up to or, you know? Well, there's a lot of people that I look up to. You being one. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yes, yes. Um, but there's a lot of people that I look up to as well that, that, you know, give me good advice on what to do because starting off in a business, you're like, this is my first time doing any type of business. So there's things that I don't know. There's things that I'm not aware of in the business. Mm -hmm. So I do, you know, get with my business partner and we discuss things um, that is above and beyond me because I'm growing as well as a business owner coming into this and still kind of being fresh, you know, two years in, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't know. So I'm still a listening ear and taking in advice as well from others. So the things that you don't know, um, do you like watch YouTube, uh, any particular people you follow on Instagram or read books, watch movies, videos, anything? That yeah. YouTube is a good way. YouTube, I started with YouTube watching on how to build a brand, how to build your business. Um, one thing I had to learn is like in the beginning is that the money that I make, I had to learn that the money that I make from the business is not my money to spend. That money has to go back into the business to get more <laughs> product, you know, because when it's coming into your account, you're like, okay, it's in there. I had to divide it and be like, okay, this is not my money to touch. This is not my money to spend. The money that comes from the business goes back into the business. You I've know, and so, heard that before. I've heard that for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's not all you. You definitely gotta spurs that back out people that are sewing the patterns and cutting mm -hmm. up in Africa to get a portion. Oh, yes. So that's it important. goes back into the business. That's important. So um, what advice would you give the next person? Any tips or tricks? The advice I would give the next person is to come up with a plan. You need a plan at first. And that plan also has to include a financial budget. How are you going to finance your business? You know, come up with a plan and how you're going to finance your business. And also, I would say, don't expect in the beginning for sales to just flow, 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 flow. Because you're going to have that period where nobody knows your brand. Nobody knows who you are. You have to promote, promote, promote. And with promoting, yeah, use like the social sites, like platforms like Instagram and Facebook. That's how I started out. And you want to target the audience that is going to purchase your product. For me, like everybody doesn't wear head wraps. Everybody doesn't have or embrace the African culture. So for me, 
as an example, I have to target those that wear the head wraps, target those who embrace and love African culture. So kind of target the audience of people who are going to actually purchase your product and start off slow, do the social media sites. In the beginning, um, I didn't even have a website. I was just using the platforms of Instagram and Facebook. My customers were DMing me, like, how much for this? Cash out me, PayPal <laughs> Would you me. say, like, you, like, if you had to go back and do it again, you'd still do it that way? Or would you tell somebody to start the website and, like, you know, go from there? I would say start that way because you want to – like see the, relationship. the flow right uh -huh. you want to see the build those relationships you want to see the flow of your business because um you don't want to start this website and then most of those platforms you have to like pay like a monthly fee correct me right me. most of the websites right. you have to mm -hmm. you have to pay a monthly fee on it and so for me when you're just starting you don't know the flow of the business so start off with just the platforms of Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, I was DMing, we were DMing back and forth with my customers. How much for this? Cash out me $20 for the hair wrap. You know, <laughs> it was cash out until it became overwhelming. And I saw out. the flow, <laughs> right? I saw the flow of the business and how it was going. And I'm like, okay, I need a web page now. So I decided to get a website and that has been wonders, you know after doing that it's, it's less hectic that way but you have to see the flow of how your business is going to go that's hard building the website it wasn't actually it wasn't i did it myself i sat down and i was like you know what i'm going to do this myself versus trying to pay somebody to do it wow. i sat down and i did it myself and it's not it's, it's not so bad you just have to follow and understand because it, it can get tricky but it's not it's something that you can do it's not okay. so challenging yeah give the people a fun fact about you fun fact that they don't know that they don't see like you know it's all business that i would say fun fact i don't wear earrings like i never wear earrings that's a fun fact no, I, wow. <laughs> I never wear earrings i have my earrings i'm gonna go back on it i'm gonna go back and look at all the pictures i, I never wear earrings i think for a, one or two photo shoots for my head wrap mm -hmm. to just make the head wrap pop i decided to put on some earrings but you will never probably ever see me wearing earrings. Fun fact, I don't wear earrings. That's crazy because I have pearl ones that I wear and I feel naked if I don't wear them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I hardly ever wear earrings. Wow. That's pretty cool. Well, um, did you ever speak or manifest this path that you're on? Like when you were a kid, you know, I'm going to be in fashion. My niche and my goal is like healthcare. Like I'm into healthcare. Mm -hmm. So it's never been something that came to my thought of wanting to ever be a business owner. I've always wanted to help others. So healthcare was my go-to in my field. Never thought of doing anything with business. The opportunity came to me to be able to do it. And so I jumped on the opportunity. And with that being said, there's things in life that are going to hit you left and right. And if the opportunity comes about, especially when it comes to something that you really love, like I love and I still do African culture. I embrace it. I think Africa is strength and strong and that's the motherland. The opportunity came about to start a business. So I ran with it and we have EE e Styles. All right.
took it and ran and it's 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 booming it's popping yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm a customer and i love i love the raps i love them uh, have you, you ever been to africa i haven't and this covid has messed me up uh-huh. but with the whole covid it kind of messed me so up so we put it on the back burner okay yeah. you'd, go there and you'd go to meet face to face the people that are involved on the, yeah. the world in the which country. yeah we we talk through facetime with the seamstress and the tailors over there we talk a lot through facetime and with me picking the fabrics all the fabric is hand chosen by me but of course it is sewn by this um tailors and seamstress over there so we got a lot of interaction facetime but to actually personally meet them be able to hug them and thank them and actually see the work that is done and be more hands-on that is what I cannot wait to do. Oh, man. So it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Let's get COVID out the way. Get COVID out the way. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, thank you for being the first guest on Spoken Path Podcast. I've enjoyed this interview. You answered all the questions wonderfully. Yay. Thank you for having me. Spoken Path. I love it. Thank you for tuning in to the Spoken Path Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast platform. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Spoken Path Podcast. Tune in to the next episode as we walk along the Spoken Path with our next guest. Peace and love.